All right. We are going now. Hello, everybody. My name is John and Christian Baker. Yes. Yes, sir. On the record. That is my name. For the first time. First time ever coming at coming at you guys with infinite knowledge, infinite wisdom. You're welcome. And over to my left, we got James Robert. That's it. Gaddis. Yo. Let's get it. Hell yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about, you know, music. The creative act. A way of being. (laughs) Yes. This is our own sort of. Shout out Rick Rubin. Yeah, big shouts out. And shout out to any young man out there or woman, but mostly man. Mostly dudes. Uh, Either one. It's okay. Uh, Or anything in between that wants to be making some music, but is doing it. You got to be like doing it. You're saying we are, uh, are we addressing the music makers specifically? The music makers out there, but you know, not in a cringy way. No. I don't know. We're speaking as um, peers. Yeah. We're speaking as aspiring um, retards ourselves. <laughs> right. We made it a minute. <laughs> we made it a minute. We can cut that, but. You know, I just want to come out off the bat saying I love everybody and I'd be nothing but <laughs> peace and love. And I'd Already apologize. <laughs> Apologies. But for real, I'm now. trying to be honest. I just want to say, you know, I mean, I got nothing but respect, especially if you are trying to make music. But I think we should just come off right off the bat saying it is a retarded pursuit. <laughs> We're all retards trying uh. to become successful. I mean, it definitely makes you feel that way. It does, it, especially if you're like really trying to, because I yeah. guess it depends on your goals. And I'm, you, you and me, well, you, you know, we've gone through phases, but I feel like I, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's actually crazy. <laughs> yeah, John just dropped. Don't even. Don't. Let's keep okay, going. Fine. We both are making music. Idiosyncrasies. Uh, hey, w- what I, we should actually say is... Probably obvious. Yeah, so I'm making music. He's making music. My name is... If you can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> My artist name is... Probably. Obvious. Spelled phonetically. Spelled like that, yeah. Took out probably. the A and the B and the probably because no one says it like that. And I don't have to explain it. And I've been making music like that for a while. And it's just, it feels like a, just a, I'm Sisyphus pushing a boulder up a hill. What are you talking about? With just, with just putting music out 
the n- into the void of Spotify. Been, yeah. What do you mean you've been making music like that for a while? I've been mu- making music under that name and releasing it. Okay, okay. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's what I that's my mission. That's what I live for. I told someone that recently that I live to do that and I could see in their face that they were like it does not compute cringing at me. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe not, but I was cringing, and maybe they picked up on that and cringed a little bit themselves. I will say it's kind of difficult to not cringe at somebody if they're cringing at themselves. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, if you have zero, clearly zero confidence in what you're saying, I don't think you know it's hard for other people to, and I think that <laughs> I think that's true for other things as well. Right. But uh, do you really feel like Sisyphus? Yeah. That was just my little, little, uh, just a little joke. Just a little one-liner. Yeah, thing. but there is some truth to that, probably. I think that depends on your perspective. Yeah. Because I mean, I like mean, what I'm talking about is like, and and, and what and what are you talking about with the, <laughs> with the I'm uh, trying to tell you <laughs> music with music? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying like, what's it called? Are you trying to get me to say I, something specific? Yeah, I said I introduced. I said, I said it probably obvious is what I'm doing. What are you doing over no. there, Mr. Oh, Dude? I see, I see. Yeah, You're trying to get me to promote myself. Well, it's just explaining. Yeah, yeah. I make music as well. If you did not know, if you could not tell, uh, Spook Wave, one word, Spook Wave. That's clean. Uh, and what has it feel? How's it feel? Yeah. To make music. Yeah. Um, I feel like Sisyphus. Yeah, I'm trying. I guess sometimes I feel like Sisyphus, but it depends on how, like what I'm trying to do because I think it's easy to conflate things when you're an artist and you're also trying to get people to listen to your art. Um, right. Because when I make music and my personal relationship with making music and listening to it and you know, um, being a part of it is, uh, it, it all depends on my perspective and how I'm looking at it, uh, because I get a lot of personal fulfillment from it when I'm doing it, um, for myself or just to express myself. And when I start to, um, worry about how it's perceived or how it would be perceived might be perceived by other people and I start to take on their perspective in my own mind I imagine it starts to make my perception of it I feel like it's not as good I start yeah. to think oh maybe this sucks Right. maybe I shouldn't be doing this <laughs> like, maybe I, don't, I have no right to even why would I, like, who am I to think that I should be doing this shit? Yeah, and now that you mention that, it, I think the th- the Sisyphus thing really does come from that idea of, like, way, uh, assigning too much power to other people's opinions on what you're doing. And now, like, and, and then I'm I'm thinking, like, why did I, why did I get into this in the first place? And I think it's, that's a whole different thing. Cause it's like, 
no like it's like when i'm just when i'm isolated and i'm just in my own little space and i'm doing that shit i'm making that i'm making some original tunes it's like it's like i'm it's just me doing my thing it's coming out of my brain and it's just something about it just feels like you just know like this is this is right this is cool this is giving me some kind of like cool feeling that I want to cherish and cultivate and you just know it when you feel it it's a, it's a very uh cerebral it's a feeling yeah which is pretty cool yeah yeah and we've both made a couple bangers you know like maybe not by other people's standards but by our own well i want to talk about the perspective thing again all right dive back in dive back in man yeah well it's just you know it's part of what you're saying um but i wanted to make make sure and i cover the the point of when you're trying to make money from music or if you're if you're looking at this like you want to make it a career or a revenue stream that also anytime money comes into something it starts to color things and starts to you can get lost in the sauce a bit right and i'm not i i mean i haven't made a dime off let's let's be clear we both have made zero dollars yes um maybe fractional dollars perhaps fractions of a dollar yeah if you look at the amount of invested in um equipment and whatnot you know it's an expensive hobby sunk a lot of money into this not not seen any return and part of that's because uh, neither one of us has really made an effort to pursue this as a as something you know it's more of a self-expression it's something you do and after a while so so long of doing it you start to kind of want to have some tangible result from it some some you want to see the fruits of your labor somehow instead of all this stuff on a computer that no one else has ever heard and the the vegetables of your labor the vegetables (laughs) sure the the vegetables of your labor being not profitable just sit there (laughs) (laughs) i see what you're saying (laughs) like stephen hawking (laughs) like okay yeah that's a vegetable but yeah it's the shit shit that's undesirable perhaps Uh, right or it's yeah yeah but but that's important because when you're not making money from it you're just doing it solely for the art itself well you can be i think ideally that's what it is and that's what it should always be but i'm saying when you start when you start to make that step of making an effort to make money from this it can begin to become something else and it can take joy away from it because then you start to measure you can start to measure your success by how much money you're making from it and we just did that yeah you know and it's like why are we doing that because are we even trying is that even the goal of this what what are your goals that's what i'm trying to say is what are your goals with making music what should they be right like what are you doing why are you the why of why are you doing this and i think most people who begin to make music learn an instrument whatever um start messing around with software is like not to make money 
almost never. I can't imagine a situation really, unless you're like a complete psycho. You go, you'd go straight <laughs> in with like how I'm selling this, right? Because it's not because like the odds of you making a living off this are so low, and I think you know sometimes it's good to stop and appreciate that. Like this is not, this has never been a secure career path, you know, unless you've already made it, unless you're no. famous, you know, definitely not now. For sure, yeah. Perhaps in the past, unless you're like a really good marketer, like you're good at marketing. There's a lot of factors going into success nowadays, yeah. As opposed to raw talent or artistry, perhaps. I think it's. I don't know. Big part of it's marketing, you know. We're well, yeah. One of millions, so. Right, and it's it's just become so easy to do not. Uh, the barrier to entry is at an all-time low. Which for is great. It's a good music. thing. I yeah. mean, we have benefited from that. Oh, we're, absolutely. We're certainly part of that. And it's only going to lower, which you can lament that all you want. But like I just said, we're the benefactors of technology, making it very easy for a layman, layperson such as ourselves to pick it up and start yeah. doing on your own. And you know, here's the thing, though. I just want to say it's a huge blessing in my life. And oh. I'm really grateful. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I mean same. It's it's a huge blessing. And I live for it, as I said before. <laughs> but I just thought about this. I think the barrier of entry has gotten lower, but I kind of think that if the barrier to entry being a music maker was still relatively high, I'd still be in that. I'd still be so. doing it. Yeah. Well, because I remember in high school, or ever since I was a, a young boy, I really wanted to be doing that. And this technology has been around. You know, like you could you can get an interface. You can start you can get some microphones. You can start recording stuff on a DAW. That's been around for a while. But when I was like, a young, like ten, 10 years old, you know, like that wasn't a very super popularized idea. I feel like you still had to kind of go to the studio and, uh, you know, I don't know. Not that, I mean, I don't know, but I do feel a little bitter. <laughs> Not, I don't know where, where I'm really going with this. Um, I kind of wish that it wasn't so accessible because I feel like some people get into it and they're just kind of like, oh, like this is what I can do this. And I, and it's like people can kind of pivot to this hobby as opposed to being invested in it their whole life. And they won't have so much writing on it and they'll just kind of be like, oh, well, you know, I kind of decided to learn how to play an instrument at 25 and then I kind of learned a few chords on a guitar and then I got an interface and then I got got a, a DAW and then I got some microphones and then I kind of put together all these songs and like I had a way less crowded space in my head to do that because it wasn't other than the initial financial investment and the learning of instrument and music and all that like relatively a straightforward thing to do but not to discredit, I think I put a lot of time into that, and so have you, and 
it's a journey that I think I think I, I think I, I got to give myself a little bit more credit for than I than I think it's hard to realize how much you've really learned yeah and I will say we did come up like begin to learn this stuff we learned all this stuff on our own and you know it was not like the easiest thing in the world you know and we when it comes to I I mean I remember look as far as looking back when I was younger and being like I want to make music I uh, I mean I I wrote songs when I was in elementary school Um, did not play the guitar did not play anything but uh, you know doing doing that and then trying to learn guitar when I got a little older and then eventually we started playing together and I picked that up and always wanted to just be able to make music but I was like it was so daunting thinking about it was so you know vague and mysterious like how do you even how would you all the equipment you would like I didn't understand it it was like I'll never really get there or that'll take years to get there and right. eventually you do and you're like okay I got my little system I got my interface and I got my uh, I got logic I'm I, and I figured out how to track stuff and how to record and I can make songs and I got a MIDI set up i got my my drums and my right. keyboard my keys and and i, I think we're rocking and rolling we both take for granted that understanding of that yeah because now it seems like simple no there was a time where i would have killed that's all i wanted yeah more than anything in the world and i was just like so desperate and i was so terrified i'd never get there right and now i'm kind of here and i'm like okay you just want more yeah, I still feel yeah. like an idiot. I still feel like I don't know <laughs> anything and like I'm so far from where I should be or where yeah. I wish I was. And yeah, it is good to stop every now and then and just kind of be like, well, think. And I do that, you know. Right. Like, and and uh, I, I've had this conversation with people several times and I, I I don't know if you have, but like if someone's like, how, how like I, I, I like I learned how to play guitar. Like, how do you get it? How do you like make music? And you kind of tell them like, oh, well, you need to get an interface and then. You know, you can get this scarlet thing with a condenser mic and an interface, and it'll come with a f- free subscription to Ableton, and then you're off to the races. And, like, I've said that to a couple people when they've, you know, asked me, like, how do I get into this? And I tell them that, and they're always like, oh, it's like I just told them, like, you got to get, you got to climb a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, this piece of technology that I don't understand. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, but I think what you're saying is like, it just means more. It kind of means more when you went to more effort to do all this stuff and to learn all this stuff and to spend all this time and mental energy to figure this out to where you can get to this point that you, you have, the ability to do to make music like this and that's just more compelling than say in the future when it's like a kid's like yeah i just um i downloaded this app and then i just started you know ai helped me make all these songs that's where it's going it's just getting easier and easier and it's like by the time that i i don't know like 10 years from now it'll just be like oh this 12 year old on his iPad just uh, you know made the best song ever made and they don't know how to do any of the stuff that I've spent years and years learning how to do 
But it doesn't matter because AI does that now. So kind of a useless skill that you spend all that time learning. AI, like through social media and just kids being raised on these things and then them knowing everything about you from the time you're born, basically, they're going to... AI is just gonna choose the next like Post Malone. There's gonna be like this kid based on his algorithm. He's he's the guy. He's we'll, chill. Give him this app. Well, the AI will just make the music for him. Get him to rap over it. Doesn't even have to really do it. We can just make take his voice and I'll just say like three words, and then it'll kind of calibrate fill in the rest. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I, I not. I think there's something. I mean, that's that's obviously it's kind of bleak. That's bleak, but um, there's something to be said for, you know, when you take that effort, the more effort you've taken to to do something, it's clear that you really care about it. You really had this drive. It's got to be worth something. It's got to be worth something. There's no free lunch. You get what you give, I think, you know. No free lunch, yeah. You reap what you sow. The, the effort you put in is going to pay dividends. Uh, and vice versa. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Absolutely. So that's why I think if you're making music at all, you're doing, you're on the right track. You're doing something good. And if you're putting in your hours, you're putting in the hours, you're getting the reps in. And if you're all in your head about, should I put this out? Is it good enough? I know it could be better. I know. I could make something better than this. I don't like this. Uh, you know, why am I even, why am I doing it? Um, if it's something that you enjoy doing, I think you just need to eliminate anything that's getting in the way of that or making you feel shitty about it because that's not right. That That's right. something that has to go because music is a wonderful thing. It's a, it's a great thing. Sometimes it's a perfect thing. Yeah, and it's, and it's something to be cherished and protected. And if you have, it's some, it's one of the best gifts I've ever given myself. I say that a lot. It's uh, something that I'm constantly grateful for, and I know I can continue to do for the rest of my life if I just don't give up and I don't let myself get discouraged to the point that I hate it or I feel like an idiot for even doing it. I think um, you got to prevent those kinds of thoughts and attitudes. Towards happening because at the end of the day, if you're making music, if you're enjoying music, that is meaningful in and of itself. And that's that's something worth doing and worth pursuing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got no, no. I mean, uh, you're, you're preaching, man. You're preaching right now. But I just got to made me start thinking like just to peel back the curtain a little bit. I've been making music on my own. For, you know, like five to eight years, something like that. And Jay's been doing that as well. We've both been putting music out on Spotify for like the past three years, three or four years. Um, and neither one of us has ever, you know, gone to a recording studio, worked with audio engineers, producers, really. To put stuff out, Grant. Yeah, but oh, sorry, sorry. Boy. You know, we have we've gone we've crossed paths with a few industry moguls. No, no industry standard legit studio. No, this yeah. Is like this is just like hodgepodge. we're both just kind of like plugging in the guitar, 
to the interface, you know, plug in our microphones. Yes, our personal bit. setups are very minimal, very, yeah. uh, you know, bottom tier. Yeah. Um, yeah, minimal and, you know, as organic as we can get it, but, you know, it's, you know, don't have, we don't have, we're not bring you know, we're not doing a whole lot of like, we're not bringing in multiple instrumentalists, not, you know, don't have a saxophone player and to call up hard skills. You and I both play the guitar. We both sing, I mean, <laughs> to varying degrees of, uh, it's a skill. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you got it. Sometimes you don't. Day to day. Don't I know it? Day to day. It's a day to day. Take it one day at a time. <laughs> Some days I plug in that microphone. I'm like, oh god, I need to uh, never open my mouth again. <laughs> I need to uh, sell my microphones because I need to find somebody that can sing. To, yeah. Yeah. Uh, singing uh, is hard and I think everybody struggles with their own voice a lot of people struggle with just hearing their own voice recorded I've definitely gotten past that because I'll listen to myself sing stupid shit all day and I'll know it's bad but I can hear it I can Mm -hmm. listen to it and I think that's a big part of like progressing with vocals I think it's just to be able to listen to yourself sing and be like what's good about that what's bad about it and I don't know if that's really helped me get better at singing, but it's gotten me to where at least I know the pitfalls of like, oh, I was kind of really straining my voice there. Maybe I should find a way to kind of not do that so much mm-hmm. or change the key. Don't, or, you know, I don't know. But I think every, uh, what, what what do we call what what would you call what you do with, with me making music like um, artist ar- artist producer art artist musical artist solo musical artist at home you just kind of gotta sing you gotta sing you don't have to but you know yeah I was having some thoughts about this as you were talking yeah I want to say. This is a weird thing about making music and making songs is you do have to sing, kind kind of not really you don't yeah. technically I I would love honestly to to make purely instrumental music and I've done that and I've thought about putting some stuff out I have one thing I think that's like pretty much instrumental but and you know the part of the music is the instrumentals and you progress in that and you take begin to take pride in like oh this is really cool instrumental and then sometimes you feel like well I gotta add vocal and the reason you have to add vocals is because it kind of just makes it all come together it kind of is necessary it's also a necessary not necessary necessarily (laughs) (laughs) say necessary one more time I will not I'm sorry but it is kind of um, as far as self-expression you can only do so much musically you can only do so much with instruments and sound and there come and even melodically but there something with the actual words you're saying lyrically that adds a level of expression that sometimes you just kind of it's just another opportunity and i usually want to try and it's also very vulnerable yeah um but and i also think as a listener something about 
vocal. It's like seeing a picture with a person in it. Right. It's like hearing vocals in a song. People like people. Yeah. And like the human voice is one of the most powerful and moving musical instruments for everybody. Like, I don't care what you say. I mean, I've, I've heard some crazy guitar solos, some crazy drums that have made me really, have sh- really shaken me to my core. Made me shit my pants. Really, I yeah, for real. Um, but, you know, you hear somebody belting out some beautiful melody, and then there's also the lyrical component to that, which is like, imagine if you could speak, like if you heard a guitar solo, but you could understand what it means, like what it's saying, like in a language. And that's what vocals are. Sometimes you do, yeah. But yeah, that's what vocals are, yeah. With the words combined with everything, it's really the word. And it's, and we talk about, like, it doesn't really matter what the words are. Right, yeah, we both have that philosophy. And that I go back and forth. Sometimes... As long as they're not, yeah, you know, fucked. <laughs> yes, yes. As long as they're not fucked. But sometimes, you know, when the words combined with the music and the melody really hit, um, it's just, God, it's kismet. <laughs> it's really every, God, the stars align. It everything comes together, and it. It trend it makes it transcendent, you know. That's what I a transcendent piece of music. I think like uh, creep, you know. Oh, there's something about creep when he start when he just. I'm a creep, you know, and and you hear the, the creepy guitar too. It's kind of a creepy. Yeah, you know, it, it's everything <laughs> comes together to fit the. What the hell am I doing here? It's whatever you want to call it, like the vibe, the narrative, the um, theme of the song. It it's all like fits. It all fits into this cohesive, um, intelligible, coherent thing that you listen to and you just get it. And yeah. that shit fires me up. That's what I'm trying to make. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And that, I mean, you summed it up right. I think Creep was a great example and it, it's it's kind of like, you know, like movies. Like we all like, you know, watching a movie, like a re- watching a really good film, will kind of like put you in this headspace, where it's like you are, you know, you are, you're appreciating an art form when you watch like a good movie. And I feel like music is very much tied to that. It's like a great song is like watching a movie with no visuals, like Creep. You hear that? And, you know, people people got opinions about Creep, but it's a cool song. And when you listen to that song, it feels like you just lived another life from someone else's perspective for, like, two minutes or whatever. And it's like that. That's what it's all about, you know. And that's what work, the, the lyrics and the vocals can do to a song. And instrumental songs can probably do that, too, but... It's just you got to be more focused on the instrumental to kind of get there, I think. Like the vocals really ground you that it's like a human experience as opposed to, yeah. But I mean, hey, all hail (laughs) Ratatat. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Constantly in my top artist every year. 
I can't stop listening to those fuckers. Those guys. Evan and Mike, bro. Uh, two legends. Two of my absolute heroes, inspirations. Jay's uh, dream is to be Eiffel Towered by <laughs> the shit. two members of Ratatat. I've been cursing up a storm, and you come in with the most vile things said yet. That's not vile. Yeah, you're right. That's that is actually pretty. That's pure and wholesome. It would be. It would be, would be wholesome as fuck. <laughs> it would be wholesome. A wholesome Eiffel Tower. But dude, I love the uh, movie with no without visuals. I love that because I think that's so true. And like, there's something about being in a song. You're feeling it. You're you're being inside. You like you just feel surrounded by the sound. And close your eyes. You, know, you close your eyes. You're in, and I also and I, I think you, your mind fills in those visuals sometimes. You kind you kind of see this story play out in your head, whether you kind of realize yeah. it or not. And now what's funny about that is like, you know, every movie has score, has a soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And imagine watching a movie without that. It's like bad. It's bad. And so it's crazy how movies talking about you saying how movies and music fit together like, like it's that's a weird relationship yeah or how any movie you watch is going to have music playing in the background it's accepted no one thinks twice about it and it adds so much and it's like what is that why why is that yeah and like you ever listen to a song and you feel like you're in a movie like dude riding around your car <laughs> yeah i'm sorry no no go 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 but needle in the hay um <laughs> yeah that moment in the Royal Smith bombs. Um, that's like an example of where music and movies come together, the visual and the auditory to where it creates the same thing of the, the vocals and the music melding together in this super meaningful way when it's all coherent. It's like that, whatever that was like the, that song in the movie, and yeah. That moment in that movie, that scene, are Royal Tenenbaums, necessary. suicide scene. Yes. Elliot Smith, you yeah. in the hay. It all culminates, and it's just like, whatever this character is supposed to be feeling, I'm feeling that. Yeah. And it, By, and it's yeah. like extreme. It's kind of gut wrenching. It's kind of yeah. a gut wrenching moment where you're just like hit with this wave of like, oh god, this guy's going through it, and it is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And oh man, yeah, I'm I'm reliving it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I I feel like you're kind of derailed up. No, no. I mean that that's that's one of my favorite movie scenes of all time. And I'm not like a. I haven't ever attempted suicide per se, you know. But if if I were to. I'd like to think it would be in some resemblance of that movie scene because, I mean, that guy, like, dude, it was well, just you like... you hope it'd be ba as badass as that. And right. And it felt so dire and when he was like... And he says, it's funny, it's weird, he, he has that, it's that kind of jump cutty thing and he goes, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow. Yeah. He says, he says tomorrow. Tomorrow. And then he does today. He's just, right, actually right He's now. Actually right now. <laughs> I don't know. And he uh, lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. It's a, also a fictional story. Everybody. Yeah. So. Chill out. It was uh, Luke Wilson. You know, fantastic yeah. actor. <laughs> Way uh, better than his brother. Oh. No, they're both great. They're great. Well, okay. Love those guys. <laughs> it's. Uh, but Luke is cool as hell. Luke's cool Owen's as hell. cool as fuck, too. I mean, Bro, those guys. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> the Wilson bros. 
are. There's a third one, isn't there? Is there? I think there might be. I don't know. They're like the bald ones, dude. They just pop out of the they pop out stars. <laughs> Woodwork. <laughs> or Their the mom. Um, Hemsworth brothers. There's a bunch of them. I don't know. I'm not a celebrity guy. I don't know why I'm going on about this, but um, if only my brother was a little bit cooler, I think we'd be up there with the Baldwin's, Hemsworth, and Wilson's. You know, I think, so, yeah. I think he's holding me back. Caroline could trans. Oh, that would be pretty sick. That'd be big. Three bros. <laughs> Three broskies. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to actually edit some of this, and I. I think I don't know. I should have been better. Uncut, bro. Uncut. Uh, it's real. Un- uncut. So, uh, just like my penis. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that we'll be right back. Uh, no. Uh, so there's a little transition here. Uh, we, we thought of a little segment of uh, listening to something that we've been one of us has been working on and kind of talking about it. So, throw it over to Spook Wave over here. <laughs> got any got any new tracks for us to kind of take a listen to and shit on, or oh. not shit on? Oh, what if it was like shit on or uh, something good? Uh, shit, shit on, on shit or on. something good? <laughs> <laughs> shit on or over? It's okay. Or it's okay. Or um, no, I wasn't. Well, I wasn't prepared. I don't think I have anything that I haven't shown you, honestly. Like it's I, okay. I haven't. Well, I haven't bounced anything. I could play you something on my. Yeah. Well, and then I could bounce it and send it to you. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we'll find something real quick. I'll show John, and then uh, we'll let you guys listen to it. All right, be right back. <laughs> Yeah. SoundCloud? This is the thing with art. Where should we post? One minute and then the next minute it's like, delete that. 
<laughs> I can't believe destroy I posted. it. <laughs> Who, whoever posted that, dude, put this out for the public for forever, right now, <laughs> or destroy it forever. It's like that wasn't me. That w- <laughs> whoever posted that, it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm deleting it. Oh God, yeah. So we just listened to uh, All Right, the yes. latest project of Jay over here. Spook wave. Spook wave. Yeah. So you got any thoughts know. about it right off the bat? Non-self-deprecating thoughts? What do you like about it? Um. Well, it's interesting, right? Because this is one of those that first came to life as a voice memo just me playing my guitar singing and then it underwent the process of being uh transmuted onto um a, into a logic project and there is some uh what do you call it like conversion there's some loss it's not a lossless compression in that process. The translation like, issue. Yeah, there's it, it, a little bit lost in translation always. And sometimes that ends up being cool. And sometimes you end up losing the spark that you had when it was just this sort of limitless potential as a raw just recording of you playing guitar and singing. Yeah. In your head, you were hearing all the potential of it, what it could be, what you wanted it to be, what you liked about it. And then <coughs> when you, when the uh, rubber hits the road, you do all the things you do. So many bottlenecks, so many things that go wrong and that you can't do right. And you don't know how to do. And Sorry, I'm getting into self-deprecating. <laughs> uh, but let me, let me go back. I like, um, it's always been something that I liked. Uh, when did you write that? I wrote that um, probably a year ago, maybe more. Um, and It's I, unfinished. It's unfinished. It's but it's got great potential. Thanks. Man. I'd say. Thank you. I do, lo- I, I do think that um, when I brought that into Logic and I tried to record it and Started adding dr- the drums and other instruments. Um, I was able to. I, I was pretty happy with it, and I don't think. I think part of that is, that's very minimal. What I have now is very minimal, and I'm definitely going to keep it pretty minimal, at least for the part that I that I have, because I think that helps to capture the original essence of kind of how I was feeling and what I was thinking about when I made it originally. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I think I'm, I'm getting better at creating things that are a little more, um, less going on, less is more. I think I'm getting a little bit better about that. Yeah. I feel that as well. I think there's big temptation as a songwriter when you're recording your own music to think like I need to add more very difficult to know when to stop when you're making all the decisions and it's completely up to you and you're not consulting anyone and you have all these ideas it's and you're also the one who's deciding which ones to execute and which ones to let go it it becomes 
it's a lot of mental stress or mental strain to f- oh, try yeah. to figure that stuff out and try to always be making the decision. But you go with your gut, you follow your heart and your ears, and yeah. hopefully you don't get just b- too bogged down. Right. Yeah, I was explaining that to my brother recently. I was showing him something I had made, and he was like, why, why don't you add like a guitar solo here or something? He mentioned like you could add something like this. And then I showed him another song, and he was like, and I was kind of like saying I didn't really like it or whatever. And he was like, "Why? Why are you like not sh- like you need to be more sure of yourself?" And it's like explaining to him like, "Well, it's because you know some of these songs I think about like I could add this, I could add this, like I could there's a, like you said there's an infinite potential of things that could be added or things that could be changed, but you're always trying to keep that initial spark." of inspiration alive and if you add too much or change too much that can you can smother that flame and then you're just like well what does this turn into i hate it I and it's hard to keep that balance maybe we should um sort of talk about what we mean when we say that keeping that spark alive because it might sound like to, if someone has no idea about any of this stuff or what we're talking about like it might kind of sound like we're saying like you you don't want to lose inspiration or the motivation to continue or something like that or to finish the song but it's not that we're talking about like the it may it sounds weird but when you say you write a song you're playing your guitar you're playing chords you're playing whatever you're playing and you're singing and you have you've written a melody and lyrics well that in your mind exists you can see you, you somehow in your mind see what this thing is or you feel what it is more. Yeah. And the goal you're trying to, you're trying, what you're trying to do is take that feeling, make a complete thing out of it and yeah, share it in a way that people feel that feeling that you felt or that right. feeling is conveyed effectively. And in so. the process of recording that and sitting down and breaking it down into each little element and trying to kind of build that from build that picture that you kind of see in your head when you first kind of started making this thing, when you actually kind of set out to do that, it can often be very challenging to retain that initial vision that you had for what, what the, why this song seemed special to you and why you sat down and started recording it in the first place. And that's a terrible feeling when it kind of doesn't go the way you thought it would. And then you kind of see it slipping through your fingers and you're like, well, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. But we've all been there. We've both had that happen many times and it's just part of the process. And I wanted to ask about uh, the lyrics. It'll be all right. We'll go out in style. What did you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is gonna get old. <laughs> Having to explain ourselves <laughs> lyrically, especially. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could just say, "Let me." It's let me bullshit, <laughs> and that's a sufficient answer. I for think me. we did say earlier. Sometimes uh, the words don't matter, or usually yeah. the words don't matter. But I guess I'm asking if, if there was kind of something you were trying to say. With definitely, all that. definitely, definitely. Thank you, brother. Thank you for bringing this up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Teeing you up, boss. 
Um, so I'm, let me just re-remember the lyrics. I'll just, uh, it'll be all right. I'll say it again because I don't think it's really sunk in. It'll be all right. We'll go out in style. And then I say, thinking about how it'll feel when I crash the train in my mind. Really, it's not that big a deal. Just one less thing to find. Even if I'm not your type, it doesn't take much to have some fun. Someone to keep you warm at night as everything else falls apart over time. So this is about getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) What? What to me? How did did, someone to keep you warm at night? That's all I heard, yeah. Okay. I'm That's all. <laughs> right on. This sounds like a drunken plea made to a girl <laughs> at a bar at 1.59 a.m. Okay, I think you <laughs> might be projecting on that one part. <laughs> um, possibly. Very, very possibly. Um, I guess I definitely think I just started kind of playing around with these chords and found the chords, found the way I was strumming them. And I, I find a lot when I'm playing chords, I'll find the strumming and that'll dictate kind of my singing. That's interesting. Um, and I think that really creates some cool, I can kind of, yeah, anyway. Um, but I think I probably just started off saying going, it'll be all right. Cause it's almost like probably the way I was feeling in that moment was like a little <laughs> bit of wishful thinking. Just kind of <laughs> wanted to tell myself like, Hey, Listen, it's going to be all right. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because um, sometimes when you pick up a guitar, you almost don't know where you're going to go because throughout the day, you're like letting yourself or you're you're pushing all your feelings and thoughts, scary, bad thoughts. You're trying to right. maintain an even keel. You pick up a guitar and it all kind of comes out. You pick it's up like a, a guitar, you don't know what's going to come It's like out. a therapy session. It's a therapy session and you kind of, it's probably going to show you how you're really feeling at, in the, in, at that time, you know? Right. Your true self is going to, yeah. you're either going to, oh, shit, I'm actually sad. <laughs> or you're going to be like, hey, you know what? Actually, I'm kind of s- stoked. Things are kind of cool. Right. I'm having a, that was great. That was a great time, you know, and it all, it's always cathartic. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. No, that, that you bring up a good point in that, like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've just kind of picked up a guitar and not had any kind of lyrics or song planned. But then I'm like, I'm going to try to sing something and then it's like this stuff just kind of comes out oh yeah and it's like that's all kind of subconscious but that that's that's some real real shit yeah it's what kind of like what i was telling you earlier it's like sometimes like everything else your life can be falling apart but you pick up a guitar and play a song and something about the music and you doing in that act it like kind of cleanses you and you kind of are like Hey, you know what? Actually, everything's okay. Yeah. Could really not be, but <laughs> it does something. To, it's like a drug. It's just, it makes you like, you know what? If I can, if that can, if that's possible, everything's fine. You know, I can, right. I can play a song that's, yeah, man. And I'm I, not explaining that well, but. No, no. I think that is the, the plight of the artist. Like, cause I mean. Uh, well, this is what I was saying that in that thing. Yeah, no. I, I'm saying like you can get away with being feeling shitty all the time with making bad decision, living in a way that's like really, um, self, uh, destructive. Um, and you can get away with that if you make music, I feel like, cause it gives you that 
positive feeling and you can um, access that at any time, similar to drugs. Not any time. Not any time. Sometimes you got this block Definitely and it's like, it sucks. But yes, absolutely. But that, when you can get there, it just... It's almost like living a very shitty lifestyle sometimes helps you get there easier. Well, that's the tortured artist <laughs> argument. And I'm trying to... I'm and just thinking you know, from this, this goes into that, and I thought about that because it's difficult to parse apart. It's sort of a chicken or the egg thing with yeah. the tortured artist, you know. Uh, and I catch twenty two, if you will. Yes, yes. My gut tells me um, that that's not the case. That that's a lie we tell ourselves. That because uh, I've heard people, you know, plenty of people have talked about, like you know, I used to think like if I gave that up or if I, I'd lose my edge or something or I'd lose that creative thing. And it's got to just be a lie. But there's yeah. something so tantalizing. I'm sorry to use that word, but um, <laughs> there's something so seductive and just about that and I don't know if, like, it. About the, what? The chicken or that. About, like, torturing. Like, doing drugs. Doing. Being a fucking self loathing piece of shit. Like, yeah. Having this attitude of, like. I don't know. I think it's being in touch. I think it's feeling. Just feeling very deeply. And sort of feeling things and seeing things that other people can't. Uh, put their finger on or that's on the tip of someone else's tongue and then you're able to kind of it's this and everyone goes yeah yeah that's what it is i guess i i'm thinking well that's kind of what art is yeah i think in my experience a lot of times i've kind of felt like i've only really been able to get to that place where i can really kind of put my finger on what i'm feeling if i'm kind of at my wits end like i'm kind of near rock bottom or is when I feel like I've kind of made my best stuff because it's like I feel like shit nothing's going right and it's like in that moment I kind of finally have the clarity to like when I pick up the guitar and have that little therapy session of like kind of getting out what I'm feeling it's like it kind of like it'll all come to the surface and then it's like I'll make something that I'm like wow like I didn't realize that's what I was like I summed it up better in that moment than I would have if I was like kind of on top of all my stuff and kind of living my life perfectly and because it's like when you're living so well and like whenever or if like if things are kind of going right it feels kind of dramatic or like you know it depending on what you're trying to, but like you said I mean if you just feel your feelings and kind of can accurately express them that's good and I think Going back to the, like, you can use nonsensical words and, and somehow still do that thing of putting your finger right on whatever right. that is. And you can do it w with words that don't really contextually make sense, but within the context of the sound and the music, it does. And it speaks to people in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, like, with the whole, like, making like being an artist being like a cop-out to like live a shitty lifestyle um yeah like from my personal experience like i can't tell you how many times i've just had like the worst day 
didn't get anything accomplished, indulged in all the habits I'm trying to quit. And then at like two in the morning, I recorded a little voice memo or something. And then I'd go to bed like, I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, dangerous, but fulfilling at times. Yeah. Because there is some, I don't, no one really knows what music is, I don't think. I mean, you can explain it in a lot I of do. different ways, but <laughs> it's like a weird thing because I, I don't want to get too, uh, like, fucking in the weeds with this <laughs> shit and start trying to deconstruct from a metaphysical level. Let's do it next time. We'll probably get there at some point. I, I can't help myself, but and I don't know what I'm t- even talking about, but I, there's, <laughs> there's something about music, man, that is like part of the fabric of the universe it's very strange it's really weird how all of humanity has this built-in receptor to understanding music and the meaning behind i think it has to do with me i've heard jordan peterson talk about this and i hate to name drop jbp you know i hate that well (laughs) think about music well when you think about the music (laughs) it's like god (laughs) It's the fabric of reality it's itself. Like the fabric of reality. And uh, <laughs> then he. <laughs> but I love though, Nickelback. He talks about how um, there's these like layers of meaning. There's like you have the meaning, and this is kind of what, what I'm talking about, like the. You have the mel- vocal melody. You have the the instrumental, which is can be s- divided in all these different things, like the rhythm and the um, all the other stuff. <laughs> 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 yes, and you have not only the vocal melody, but the words you're saying, and all this, all these things that are that have this narrative to them, and they're all aligned into this, like woven into this cohesive thing and it's got all this meaning like um woven into it you know what i'm trying to say yeah there's all these layers of meaning and so it's incredibly meaningful when you hear music It, it does something emotionally to you um oftentimes and it resonates with us on like what feels like our a very deep spiritual level sometimes. Right. Um, and it's also something that's just I can't easily explain it. I can't explain why you start tapping your foot and bobbing your head when you hear something, and everyone does that. And it's all and you can do that, and you can see someone else do that, and you can look at them yeah. and you just both start smiling. Because everybody knows it. Everybody everyone, can understand it to an degree. It. And it's like, how do we get it? It's a language that we all understand how. It's hard to write that. Hard to... Hard to... Hard to quantify. Qua- yeah. And, and like, with the meaning, layers of meaning, like, as a music maker, that makes me think, like, you know, I wonder if some of the songs I've written if I'm really making an effort to put meaning into yes, each layer. that is... And yeah, I don't think I really am no, all the no, time. No. But maybe I should make more of an effort to do that because, yeah, you know, if I really 
sat down and was thinking like, what, how can I make this bass line really fit with the lyrical content of this song? And you don't have to do that every time. Right. I think it's a great thing to try to do sometimes, but that's what's great about music is there can be some songs that you turn your mind off completely and you just enjoy being alive and breathing and feeling the universe exist around you for a moment. And then there's other songs where you listen to them and you go, dear God, this is spe- this is telling me something I'm yeah that's this is powerful. You know, yeah, but I gotta post this on my Instagram story. <laughs> that kind of feel. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, there's some things that you just beat boop around listening to, and you go, "God, I love music." Then there's some things you listen to, and you go, "God, I love music." Yeah, yeah. Well, hey man, that's that was beautiful. I think the song "All Right." Is oh, all yeah, right. Yeah. If we want to close that loop, you know. Well, I mean, we don't. The have lyrics to. don't matter. They don't mean anything. I. But I didn't mean nothing by it. All right. Honest. Okay. You're getting self-deprecating a little bit, but hey, it's all right. It's it's good. It's better than all right. I think it's a good song. It is all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was lovely, and I'm glad you shared it. Thank you. Because. Bro. Thank you, man. You know this guy. I love this guy, man. He's, he's, he <laughs> yeah. keeps me going. He he gives me the encouragement I need, and I respect his opinion because he's a hell of an artist, hell of a musician. Love listening to his shit. Been listening right. to the EP <laughs> nonstop, bro. It's I really like it. I really like it. Thank you. Probably obvious. Um, I would say the same about what you're doing, man. You're a great artist. You you get it. And I think we have a symbiotic relationship here of kind of keeping each other going and keeping each other pursuing. I don't even like, I wouldn't, you know, what we're doing. I wouldn't call it symbiotic, you know, it's just that's that's inherently parasitic in connotation, right? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Well, a symbiotic relationship describes a type of relationship between a, a parasite and a host. Oh, no, um, but they both help each other. Right, but it's kind of still like a parasite. In the house, uh, like codependency. So you're my, but I'm just saying, if you want to call us symbiotic, one of us has to be the host and one of us has to be the parasite. Well, not I'm saying I'm not being the fucking parasite. Okay, and that's final. I don't think I don't think of it that way, but you're probably right. It's and, a and mutually beneficial. Mutually beneficial. That's we, the word. Yeah, that's I mean, I think it's also uh, we're just good friends and. We've both gone super deep into this same interest. And what are the odds that, like, I genuinely would think that you're good and that you inspire me to make better stuff? And yeah, same. You know, and and I think uh, that's what this could be, man. I think we could. Be, this could be like a, a good catalyst to help us both. Absolutely. And help all of you out there. Yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs>